Greetings, hunties and girls, too. Welcome back to the neighborhood. I am Larry B., one of your fabulous hosts. And we also have... J-Lo! Sorry it's been so long since the last show, but things happen. You know, vacations, J-Lo's homework, uh, and, you know, just work. But, you know, he's starting to become a more of a smarty pants than he was, so he's got to work hard to do that. I, I am becoming more of a smarty pants, and now I'm going to have a piece of paper to prove that I'm a smarty pants. And hopefully you can get a job that reflects that, too. I would really love to have a job that <laughs> reflects that. So anybody that's out there that needs some kind of security analyst, you know, we got somebody here. So. No, I want to be a manager. I'm just getting the piece of paper. Yeah, we got to start up with I don't the analyst. Do the, I don't want to do the work. I just want to tell other people to do the work. Oh, so you can just be a consultant. Yeah, sure. Uh, Just don't ask me no questions. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, as we discussed last time, I was getting ready to go on a cruise. So, uh, we uh, have since been gone, or we've since have gone and come back now. So, uh, outside of the all-day plane ride to Puerto Rico and back, and I guess it was only all-day because we had to drive to Austin and catch a flight to DFW and then fly from DFW to Puerto Rico. And coming back, we flew through home to go back to Austin to drive back home. So it was just kind of a, I don't know, it was, it's, we saved enough money to pay for the extra hotel room, so it doesn't matter. You know, it's too bad you couldn't just skip the part about driving to Austin and then just caught your connecting flight in right? DFW. That would have been, nice. been nice. would have been nice. Since you live in DFW. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the whole trip we flew in first class, so it was it was nice and comfortable. So oh, that's good. The last part of the flight, we flew in a, one of the new jets with American from Austin to home, which, you know, was only a 30-minute flight, but they had this new entertainment system. Really cool. So the cruise was good. We had a good time, uh, even though at that point in time, since there had been no storms or hurricanes down in the Caribbean. It decided to have two of them while we were on our cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So while we were in Puerto Rico, the track of the first storm was planned to be there on Monday-ish. Um, and it should have already hit in St. Thomas by then. So Sunday night, as we were leaving, we got started late for some reason. They didn't... Oh, well, we were in no rush because St. Thomas isn't that far from Puerto Rico. And uh, relatively speaking... So the boat ride really would have been just a few hours and we would have got there or they would have stopped in the middle of the ocean and then continued on or something. But um, since they rearranged our stops, uh, St. Thomas got moved to the end. So we had two days, two fun-filled days at sea Mm. and uh, went to Barbados first. And uh, then we picked up kind of after that with our normal schedule. Uh, So we still got to Barbados on its scheduled day which was Wednesday, and the the reason that was so important was because I was also at a uh, port where they would, some people would terminate their sh- their trip there, so like they did a Barbados to Barbados round trip, and where we were doing a bar, uh, Puerto Rico to Puerto Rico, so 
people got off and on on each stop. So. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, we were only there till four, and usually when we've done other cruises and they've done that, you know, they're there for like 12 hours instead of just the eight or six. Um, you know, on our European cruise last year, every port was that way. Uh, you could sign up to get on at that port and then get off when it came back around. So when we met some friends, we got on a day earlier in Italy and they got on the next day up in France. So that was kind of neat the way you could do that at every port just about. Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, At least you didn't get stuck out there for a while like we did that year. Oh, thank God. Man, we were out there for, what, two extra days? Two extra days. Two and a half days? I don't know. It was was a long time. It was enough for some people to get sick, yeah. (laughs) I mean, we just went around a big, giant circle. Yeah, and it was really, (laughs) I mean, it was really rough seas, too. Yeah, that was from, uh, and I missed Southern Decadence because we are damn. Yes, we did. Well, they kind of canceled it. Well, yeah, it was nice and rainy. Yeah, that was good times. I liked your um, periscope that you did. The the one I was going to try to do more than the one, one, but the connection wasn't great. Well, I I don't know. I've been watching a few periscopes here and there, but nothing nothing too serious. I'm not trying to watch once in a while. I haven't invested wholly in it, by the way. So. Yeah, I've looked a little bit, but aside from that, while you were on your cruise, I just was at home doing homework. <laughs> well, I thought about you a few times. <laughs> yeah, I thought about you a lot. <laughs> and I have things I wanted to, and I called you and everybody you were with a lot of things, too. I bet you did. <laughs> I still haven't got my photos up on Facebook, but I'm working on it. I did buy a new camera, though, uh, while we were in St. Martin. I was looking to replace a lens because I dropped one, but it wasn't going to be a huge expense. And they talked me into buying a new camera with a new lens. Mm-hmm. And I wound up spending a lot more money than I intended to. Boy, did I get in trouble for that. Yeah, well. <laughs> I was, was told we discussed things like that before that purchase oh. is made. <laughs> 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 but it takes really good pictures, and the lens is phenomenal. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. I would have been happy with just the lens, to be honest. But in St. Lucia, we did go ziplining, which was a lot of fun. We even got my sister and your aunt darling to go. Um, it was cool. She wasn't sure if she'd be able to handle it, but outside of the climbing the steep mountains sometimes, because there was mm. some walking uh, between the platforms, not all of them, uh, and stairs, but uh, she did very well. She had a lot of fun. I mean, it was fu- it was good to see her. Uh, laughing and cutting up the way she was. So. Oh, that's good. Especially with all the crap she's having to do at home. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was great. So, other than that, stress level at work seems to be moving up the scale, and I guess it's just because of the holidays coming up, and they're, you know, worried about stuff. But and my boss is great. Most of my coworkers are good and fun, but, you know, we've got a bunch of new hires coming in, so that doing all the training. I'm not doing it all by myself, obviously, but it still takes a lot of time to do. And I don't know. It's uh, That's a little stressful at times, too, because it takes us away from doing other jobs that we could be doing. Right. The um, other news on the cruise, a friend turned me on to the greatness that is bamboo. I have some bamboo stuff. Do you? Yeah. Cool. Shirt Manny has uh, some shirts, and I have a hat. Oh, okay. See, I had never seen the bamboo shirts. So I didn't even know it existed. 
I also have bamboo flooring in my house. Now, the bamboo flooring I've seen, <laughs> and we had talked about putting it in the you house. You can't wear it, though. You can't wear it. No. But it's the, different. The towels are super nice. I like them quite a lot. So We were looking at sheets, but I really didn't want to pay that much. Yeah. The only problem with the bamboo is it's so, like, a niche market right now. It's so expensive, it even is. though it's supposedly cheaper and uh, economical, and uh, it's green. bamboo's a fucking grass. Yeah. Um, it's outrageously priced. Yeah, and it's a little shop that I bought them in, uh, Caraloha. So if you want to sponsor us, we're here at Caraloha. Um, but it it looked like it was inexpensive to open up a little shop, and there's not one in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So I thought about checking into that, but I don't really know if I want to open up a retail store because that's just too much trouble. Nah, I wouldn't. Because I mean, you have to worry about you know staffing it and hiring a manager and crap like that so and the people who work for you oh yeah because uh, you know turnover is going to be horrible because you can't get little teenagers to do work well and then their friends will steal all your stuff exactly good times oh yeah i have a niece that would love to work but or, or, or would want to work for me but i'm not gonna hire her so, because she wouldn't do anything um so in other news have you seen the stuff about the man with the 19 inch penis i have and you know what I was just thinking about the whole thing? Um, when he gets excited, does he like pass out? There's not enough blood. He couldn't. I mean, he. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's just like a flappy <laughs> it looks like sausage it's kind or something. Of, it looks like it's kind of hard all the time, or I guess I don't know, just like a big lump. It's like an arm with no bones. Did in you it, see the video? Like. Yeah, yeah, it's creepy. That was creepy. So I I wouldn't want that either. No, I, I mean, have to say I wouldn't want to have that either. And the what the, the only part they blacked out in the video were his testicles, which looked really tiny. <laughs> but he had a sock over it, or something. He had some kind of compression sleeve. He had to. Well, I guess I mean otherwise the blood would get stuck in the end. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, he I said mean, the head was like ten inches around. Hmm. That's huge. I mean, it was weird. I don't know. It it was kind of weird. I feel sorry for the guy. Well, I kind of do. I mean, but I don't think he should be declared disabled and given social assistance because he has a large penis. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, he is. I mean, he's upset because you know his he can't have a relationship because no women want to deal with it. Who would? I, I would, don't know because uh, it was creepy. I bet it looks creepy too. And in that video, it was creepy when he was. Holding it and hitting himself in the head. <laughs> it, I know. I was like, "Don't, don't do that." It's, it's just stop it. Like he was like slapping himself with it. It was like, ah, uh, I'm uncomfortable. It's not erotic at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, when you first sent me the video, I thought, "Oh, this is going to be interesting." It was so not, not at all. And he is so unattractive. Anyway, and you, when you think of a humongous, like, what is it, 19 inch wiener? It's not look like no 19-inch. It looks like a weird sausage. It does like a look like a big sausage. salami or something. <laughs> That's gross. Ugh, I feel sorry for the guy. I can't ever eat salami again now that I've seen that, you know? <laughs> and you know what else weird I thought about? Whenever he, you know, reaches his uh-huh. maximum point, and usually, you know, things come out of other things. You know, it's got to be like a little dribble compared to that. Because it takes probably five <laughs> minutes to get from one end to the other. <laughs> Milking it would definitely be a chore. I was thinking, I was like, my God! I mean, all these weird things come into my mind, all the nightmares. So, of course, you could be a it. huge shooter. It might be like gallons. I don't know. That's 
gross. <laughs> well, what's sad? I mean, even more, well, I don't know that it's sad so much, but he's trying to sue the prison that he was in. Of course, he was in prison in the U.S. before he got deported. But uh, they're trying to. <laughs> he said the guards were penis shaming him by calling him anaconda. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to jail. With, oh, he didn't go to jail. He was just... Ex- well, no, he was in prison at some point. So, but... I'm surprised he still has it. I, yeah, I'm guessing that's Nicki Minaj's... Uh, that was her ingenue for the, the song Anaconda. I mean, that, oh. that's, that, that's a horrible song, and I can't believe she got upset she wasn't nominated for a video or a VMA award for it. That's horrible. It was not a groundbreaking song. It was stupid. <laughs> I don't know if I remember it. I probably, I know I've heard it, but I don't know what it oh, was. Oh, Lord. That's okay. I don't have to get into it. Yeah, it's... go ahead and watch that video. But anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, that sucker weighed two pounds by itself. Anyway, Vivid Entertainment has decided to come to his rescue, though. And they offered him money for a movie, and now they've come back and said they would pay for corrective surgery. I'd go for it. Yeah, but guys, that's got to... Well, I guess it'd be like, you know, women who have the, the really big breasts and have breast reduction. It's got to be kind of the same thing. And that the the sense of relief you would have after losing that kind of weight there. So, yeah, I don't know. That would that would not be comfortable. Anyway. So and then lastly, this last week, James Sirius Potter, you know, Harry Potter's son, started yeah. his first days at Hogwarts and he was gleefully sorted into the house of Gryffindor. Now, you know, I I think I know what you're talking about. I know it's obviously Harry Potter, but is this a book or a web series or some shit? No, it was just an announcement that J.K. Rowling put out. I think because I I think I read something about this. Is she writing another pre... Is she writing a prequel or something? No, 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 no. She did say... She does have something coming out, some kind of monsters of the world of Harry Potter. I don't know. But this was just a, a tweet that she sent out. Or Instagram or something. So, Cause oh, this is Potter's son. It is Potter's son. Yes. Okay. All right. I, I was thinking it was. Uh, There's something about his parents. Oh no, no. I thought there was gonna be something. Not yet, well, anyway. So. so, at any rate, moving on to my two little things that I have to talk about. Uh-huh. At 15 minutes in, sorry, I found a <laughs> great recipe: bacon wrapped chicken is what it is. Okay. And it is so damn good. Well, it's got bacon. Of course, it's good. I mean, like, I take the chicken and you pound it out a little bit to make it, you know, not so, so it's kind of the same size. Yeah. And then you put this, like, Dijon mustard with a little bit of uh, um, honey in it. And you put it on there and then you stick the bacon on top and bake it. Oh, my God. So it's just bacon on top of it? Three times. Yeah, I couldn't wrap it. Okay. (laughs) It was just making a mess. And, you know, you never can find those little six-inch... I mean, six cents. Those little, the little six or eight ounce chicken strip, chicken things they always say to find. Well, yeah. No, it's either a humongous or it's not. And I'm like, whatever. I'm just gonna lay it on top. Uh, so you just took the chicken breast and and pounded it down and laid the the, the bacon on yep. top of it. Okay. Yep. I covered them up and it was good. And it has no carbs, which is good. Oh, well, it's chicken, which is good protein, and bacon, yeah. which is just good fat, and then yeah. Because I'm trying to lose weight, which takes me to my very next thing that I saw. And this was on MasterChef. And oh my God. It was last, uh, this week, it was Christina Tossi's chocolate malted layer cake. 
I not sure, but I might scratch somebody's eyes out for that damn cake. That, that sounds pretty good. It looked so good. Of course, I have since found the recipe. Oh, nice. Posted it on Facebook. And are you going to make it for Christmas? I don't know, but I have been I have been tasting that cake, and I I've been real good. But man, <laughs> I want that cake so bad. And I look because you can order it from her from her place in New York. Oh, so you don't have to make it; you can order it. Right. It's a six inch cake. It's about six inches wide and six inches tall. A hundred dollars. Are you serious? Yeah, and I'm like, no. I mean, you can go pick it up for 48 or 43 but to ship but, it so. but to drive to new york is going to cost you a little more than you know the extra yeah. 60 bucks oh, or whatever a hundred dollars i was like no oh, <laughs> i want it so bad and then i thought it probably wouldn't taste good after that probably not <laughs> but at any rate that's all i had mm. so low carb on the left side a cake to kill me on the right so one night on, on the cruise they did have a dessert that was some kind of malted chocolate cake that, I ordered okay. it, but they didn't bring it. They brought me the melting chocolate cake or Ugh. the molten, which is uh, they sounded similar, but our our waiter was stupid. Um, I uh, I know Charles loves those things. I don't like them. I mean, they were good. A couple of them were better than others because they weren't overdone, but some of them were just like just hot chocolate syrup. Um, I like it somewhere kind of in between, but I wanted the malted chocolate cake because it sounded really good. But like I said, I ordered it and didn't get it. Well, the, her recipe is like, um, oh, four or five pages long. Holy crap. You make each piece individually. Like, you make mm. the malted stuff. Then you make the icing and add the malted stuff to it. Oh, wow. Then you make, then you make the cake. And then you make, you know, it's, it's all like, and then you got to make this, the marshmallow stuff. And then you got to make the, um, this milk, uh, uh, drenching sauce that you put on each layer. I mean, it's crazy. Wow. It is crazy, but God, it looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I it's, wish I had some. I, I don't watch MasterChef. I like MasterChef Junior, but I haven't really watched the adult MasterChef. This was our first season to watch it. Sometimes the adults get on my nerves. So, um, but This was our very first season to ever watch MasterChef. We watched the Junior. Junior, yeah. So, now, Christina Tossi, is that the new judge? Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if she was the judge or contestant. She looks like this lovely, petite, sweet baker. She's a baker, and you're just like, oh, ooh, she's vicious. So, did he get rid of the two other guys? No, Graham, the heavier set guy, is there. But, um, oh, I forgot his name. The tall guy, he's doing some other stuff. The cute one. I guess. Yeah, the, the the other guy that, that I, I forget what his name is. He's tall and skinny and bald. Oh, he's skinnier and uh, yeah, a little baldish. But yeah, he's I liked cute. him though. He was one of my favorite. He does a bunch of the other. He still does a bunch of other Master Chefs, just not the American one. Oh, okay. But I think he's going to keep doing the Junior I one. Hope so. I don't know. Uh, but I know he was. He still does like the British or Australian. I don't know. Uh, okay. Hmm. So I guess we want to move on to the main meat of our show this week. Yeah, because we, I mean, we're going to have to maybe. Yeah, we're going to have to spin through. It's been a month. We're going to, we could talk for three hours, but I don't want to. No. Especially since we talked for an hour before we started. (laughs) Have to catch up. And we didn't even talk about stuff that we might want to cut out for this week. All right. We'll have to think of things. So y'all won't know what it is, but we're going to cut something. (laughs) Make y'all wonder in, in, you know, bated breath for Mm -hmm. what we cut out. Mm hmm. All right, so this week's show, we are looking at the secret underground 
based at Dulce, New Mexico. And Every time I hear that, wait, I think of some type of a dessert. I know, Dulce, because you think of like tra- er, Dulce Leche or something like that. So. Yeah. But it is it is something in New Mexico. It's, uh, I get, from what I could gather, it looks like it was started back in the 60s. Um, maybe even a little bit early, 57 in, around that time. But there's a guy on Above Top Secret, which is a website, abovetopsecret.com. It's a great repository for a lot of information. Um, it's sometimes, it's also sometimes known as ATS. ATS, exactly. So there was one guy who did a lot of investigation t- into it, and I don't know. He he started looking at old newspaper articles going back some time about sa- uh, seismic um, activity in the area, and yeah. he mapped it all out on like a Google map or Earth View or something, and uh, and all of it centered around where the base is currently located at. So they were, you know, a, a lot of underground activity was going on. And, you know, the, the, that area was known, or, you know, Los Alamos was known for underground nuclear tests anyway. But there's a lot of speculation about a dumb, which is a deep underground military base in that area. So, right. So I'll let you take it from there. I'm going to talk about the underground military bases real quick first i've got it last but i'm gonna talk about that first because supposedly these underground military bases and also alien bases that are underground that we know about here's just some other ones some other ones that are around uh the world there's a list there's a shit long long list of them oh yeah but uh, there's one supposedly in pine gap which is in alice springs australia Wright air force base in ohio uh, Groom Lake, obviously, there's always something going on there. Um, one called Madigan in Fort Lewis, Washington. Okay. Lake Port Hopland in Montana. Hmm. Uh, Lesson in Deep Springs, California, and Edwards Air Force Base. And supposedly some of these are connected. Now, there's like a shitload of them, so I'm not going to go th- That's all I'm going to go through. But so those are some of the main ones that may have similar alien... Uh, you know, like the same aliens are these same ones, and they just have all these underground places that are connected. The grays, yeah, because there's rumors that there's some kind of like, well, well, some are grays and some supposedly some the are reptoid. grays and some are the reptiles. Yeah, and the reptile ones are supposedly maybe the same ones that are referred to way back in uh, the creation myths about the ant people who oh. helped save the good humans they took them down underground and closed it off the world was destroyed whatever then they came out and then a couple of whatever's later they took them back down again and then they were wiped the world was wiped out and let them back up and you know like in the sixth world or the fifth world or whatever well somebody kept pushing the reset button yeah (laughs) see i'm gonna look it up but they're like the ant people who saved the good humans oh interesting i hadn't heard that yeah so Okay. Yay, early world literature. Oh. Mm, so great. Well, yeah, we had to do creation myths, and that was one of them, along with a cow. A cow. And a giant who, a guy popped out of his armpit. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, even even like some of the, uh, what is it, Romulus and Remus came from the forehead of a god, so. but um, There's some interesting shit out there. Oh, yeah. And especially the great flying spaghetti monster. Have you ever heard of him? No. Oh, you should read up on him. I'll have to check that one out. His followers wear colanders on their head. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> Back to what we were supposed to be doing yeah. now. Uh, the Dulce Base, <laughs> it's under uh, Mount Archuleta and Dulce, obviously, New Mexico. Um, 
it's near a town called Dulce, which only has about 900 to 1,700 people. It's a very small town. And I noticed Petey is getting in on it. He wants to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and the base is about two and a half miles from there. Okay. And that's where, then around there somewhere, that's where this underground people are at. And it's supposedly the second largest reptilian and gray base in North America. And it is the central hub. So what's the first? I don't know. Largest? I didn't see that. Okay. But uh, you, uh, so we're, anyway, so they're the central hub. So what is the central hub of? Exactly. Well, it's got to be the transportation between these connected bases. Because there's a rumor of some vast network of high-speed transit that's underground, like vacuum tunnels or something, uh, which has been speculated because they say they go like from Dulce to like California in you know 15 or 20 minutes or something. I mean, something really outrageous. So yeah. I know uh, it's rumored that it's definitely linked to Los Alamos and probably Area 51 in Nevada, as well as, say, Edwards in California or... Who knows? Well, you know, and Wright-Patterson comes up, which is Wright-Patterson Air Force Base up in Dayton. That comes up a lot with uh, UFO stuff. I mean, Roswell stuff was taken there as well as to Carswell uh, here in Fort Worth. And it's connected in a whole lot. And I don't know if you remember the movie Hangar 18 was based out of there, too. I saw a one-woman play about the alien that they brought back to um, Carswell. (laughs) Well, <laughs> at the Hip Pocket Theater in White Settlement, Texas. Wait, was that the that was the Avalon one, wasn't it? No, it was at the Hip Pocket Theater. I know, but that was about the Avalon alien. Nope, his name was Molimo. Was that the one from Roswell? Yeah. Okay. Is that because you know out in Avalon? It wasn't fact. It wasn't fact. Okay. I mean, it was maybe faction. That's the new word I think they're using now. But I did figure <laughs> it was based on fact, but. But, yeah, you know, it was fun though. Back in 1898, there was an alien crash up in Avalon, Texas, which uh-uh, isn't that far. Aurora. So. Aurora, sorry, which is right next to Avalon. So. Yeah, I've read a lot on that too. So this, so this base, right? It supposedly goes down quite a ways. Oh yeah. It has seven levels, according to some people who, you know, spoke out. And we're not just talking ten foot ceilings here. We're talking huge. <laughs> Serious, right? So here's what's on these levels. The first one, which is we're going from top down. It's a garage for them to park all their crap and do maintenance, whatever. Then the second one down is another garage where the trains and the shuttles and all that stuff, and also that's where they do their UFO maintenance. Of course, you know. Well, yeah. And they keep the sto- the, the tunnel boring machines in there too. Yeah, because the tun- the diagram I've seen has like a a border hole down the middle, I guess, like a central column for that says for UFO access, and there's some kind of elevators there and stuff. Um, the third level is where government offices and stuff like that. And there's, of course, offices here and there, whatever. Right. Uh, the fourth level is where it starts getting the interesting stuff. This is where the human aura research is at, as well as some dream manipulation, hypnosis, telepathy, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, then the fifth level down has been described of just like these huge vats of this amber liquid with parts of human bodies being stirred inside. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was in and the this is, Dulcie papers, right? I think so. And this is where it kind of gets you like, oh, now, come on, really? They're going to have bits and pieces of bodies floating around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then there's all these rows and rows of caged people, uh, men, women, and children who are going to be used as food. 
you know, and there's a whole lot of them. That's where I'm kind of like, I don't know, really? I mean, maybe, but that's where it gets kind of weird. Uh, the sixth level is coined the Nightmare Hall. That's where the genetic labs are at. Oh, nice. uh, that's where they do the crossbreeding experiments, the human and animal, you know, fish, seals, birds, all that stuff is just altered. That's where they do all the weird stuff, make hybrids and shit. Right. And they have multi-armed, multi-legged humans and uh, fun stuff. More oh. vats of this and that. Right. Um, and then on the seventh level, which supposedly is the bottom, uh, there are thousands of humans in cold storage. I don't know. I'd believe the cold storage before I'd believe the bits and pieces floating around in amber liquid for food. Well, you never know. I mean, if they're, I mean, they have that much advanced technology, maybe, you know, I don't know. But yeah, um, they're evidently, and I don't know, I don't know if this is factual or not because I haven't found it, but uh, New Mexico is known for its high rate of missing persons or missing children, maybe. A lot of weird stuff happens out there. You know, there's lots of UFOs sighted in New Mexico. Obviously, we have Roswell. Well, this is up way north um, of the state. Uh, but, you know, Dulce is, is a sleepy town. I mean, it's just a small town. And rumor is, from what I've read, I've never been there, uh, that at night, you know, everybody pretty much vacates the street. And there's a lot of military traffic sometimes. I know you have in your notes that there's, like, a single motel Somebody said there's not even a hamburger place there to, to get something to eat. Um, they said the people are really strange. And you really don't pick up on it at first, unless you spend some time there and start watching people. But it would be neat. Maybe I need to put that on my list for us to do a road trip to. Well, you know, when we win all those millions of dollars? Oh, yeah. And we just pick us up a nice 70 or 80 foot leather-coated caravan with a hot tub on the back. Yeah. We just go around the U.S. and, you know, go look at weird shit. Well, you know, sometimes <laughs> we could do some kind of road trip and rent one of the big, those big RVs. Those yeah. things are expensive. Yeah, but you could rent one, so you don't have to buy one. You know, my stepbrother has one. No, I didn't know that. Yes, he does. I don't know if he'd let us borrow it, but no, never we know. came to rent it. So. I mean, it's not like we have necessarily the time or the money right now, but... Right. <laughs> huh. So, and I guess lastly, supposedly there's been a war going on between the aliens and the humans. And this is where it started and it's kind of still going on uh, since 1979. Oh, I didn't know it was still going on. Well, you hear one way, then you hear the other. So, so who knows for sure. But it was reported by a guy named Phil uh, Schneider. And he was an explosive expert who was helping to build the base and that's kind of where the war got started, according to him. And there's a whole lot of stuff online that you can read about. Oh, yeah. And it's very interesting. It is interesting. And some of it is very well supported. So I'm wondering, you know, how far out there this really is. I mean, do I know if there's, you know, lizard people or reptoids, as they call it? Because there's a whole website based on that called, uh, I think it's called Reptoids. Um about this race, and you said it, it occurs in ancient creation myths and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, there's the Blue Planet uh, a website, but uh, they talk about a bunch of stuff and how, you know, they link a bunch of stuff back to Antarctica and how there are maps of it from, you know, really, really, really long time ago. 
where it's actually charted and shown. I mean, at least the outline of it. And obviously, the middle's not mapped. But uh, uh, they're saying maps that date before... Well, I can't say prehistoric because if there wouldn't be maps. <laughs> if it was if it was uh, written down or copied, then that would be historic. But yeah. Um, but they point out that it, it's interesting that of Antarctica, no nation has claimed it as its own. They've left it as an independent whatever. And there's really not many people there. I've I've read something similar to that too. That it's. I mean, we all have research bases there. Yeah. And they're trying trying to say the reptiles have a, have a big underground base there or something, or did at some point. But yeah, it seems like the 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 reptoids call themselves some kind of the the native Terrans or something, um, as you know, being here first or the first Terrans. I don't know. And then the Greys are like a go between. I don't know what their faction actually is. Uh, I don't know if they work with the reptoids to do experiments on humans. Or or what? But I don't know who's in charge. It's not been made clear whether it's the reptoids or the greys. But humans signed on with them and some kind of treaty back in the 50s or 60s, supposedly. The Bibliotheca Pleiades um, is a website. So if you just search uh, for you know, Dulcie Wars or anything like that, you'll bring it up. It's got a bunch of uh, interesting information there. Um, there's also the uh, beforeitsnews.com has an article on it from 2004 that's really kind of cool that links to a video. Thomas Costello, who was a security officer and kind of brought some of this to light back in the 90s. Uh, supposedly he, on one of his days off, snuck in from a side entrance, got in there, took some uh, photos, uh, did a videotape or uh, took a videotape from the place. I don't know. It wasn't really made clear. Shortly after that, he got some kind of notification that the government had his wife and son. Oh, my gosh. And they were being held in detention until he supposedly returned the information. He decided that either way, if he returned it or not, he probably wasn't going to live. So he disappeared. Uh, right now, it's presumed that they're all dead. Who knows? Uh, but they've got pictures, a link to the pictures, which are really interesting. Uh where it shows the vat with a gray in it that's incubating, or whatever you want to call it, um, in the big clear sack, which is similar to what came out with the Dulcie papers, which were, those were just handwritten papers or typed, and some of them had sketches, and some of the sketches were almost identical, I was looking at my site, to what these pictures showed. So it's really creepy. I mean, and there's, you know, I saw on one show, I want to say it was either uh, declassified or you know unclassified UFO files or something. I forget what the show was. One of the people they talked to, it was a security guard that was working with this group, and as they were breaking through the levels of whatever, they lowered him down in there and was immediately assaulted by a group of beings that had some kind of energy weapons. And when they pulled him out, I mean, he was after he'd got injured, uh, the injuries were very, very distinct and hard to explain. I mean, they were just bullet holes. That's that Phil Schneider story. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's the security guard. That's that's that. Okay, I wasn't. You must have read it or the reenactment of it. Maybe. Yeah, because that's the Phil Schneider story. They the they lowered the guy down. 
the security or the army guy who was with him or whatever. And yeah, he got assaulted. And it was pretty brutal. And yeah. but and again, you know, that was in '79, I think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's really cool information. That's kind of scary if you think about it, though. Right. Uh, it's like who's controlling who, and are we just cattle? We taste like chicken. I was gonna say because. You know, I mean, I hate to think of, the, of us being as just cattle that's cultivated once in a while, or culled the herd, or they hurt, they culled the herd to gather food or resources for whatever. But yeah, Dulce is an interesting conundrum out there, and for people who like stuff like that, which I'm one of them, do I believe it all? I don't know, but there's a lot of un- a lot of stuff out there, and you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. So, so I think something's going on, but what I don't know. So that's Dulce, and if y'all are interested, definitely go look it up. It's kind of cool. There's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, lots so. of stuff. So Archuleta Mesa sounds like a, a happening place. So. Yeah. So what's next? So we got no really new RuPaul stuff. You know, and that that was the reason we started the show was RuPaul's Drag Race. So Right. And We just had to think of something to do in the meantime. In the meantime. And we both like weird shit. So. so right now, we have not... I've been trying to follow as much information as I can, and... uh. I haven't heard anything new on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race UK, so I don't know when it's supposed to air, if it's filming, I don't know. We do know there is supposed to be one, I'm just not sure when. So, uh, Season 8 was filming about a month and a half ago. It is finished filming. Uh, It's been reported that all suspect queens are back in action and on social media and doing their shows again. All Stars 2 seems to be filming right now. Uh, It should be winding down some of the Posed contestants have resurfaced and are back on social media, back in uh, in circulation to their shows. Sounds like a lot of strong girls are going to be on All Stars too. I mean, we have Alaska and Katya, Adore, Ginger, Tatiana, Jocelyn Fox, Roxy Andrews, maybe Fifi O'Hara, uh, somebody from the Coco, Montrese, Alyssa Edwards, Laganja, Stranja mix uh if not all three well i just hope that they don't do it in teams again because that was bullshit that was bullshit and as far as i know it doesn't sound like they're going to good because that was a big mess it was so i haven't seen any spoilers or anything leaked from anybody on production so uh, i hope katya wins i do too (laughs) i don't know who is or who did but i hope it's Katya. yeah me too because that would be just perfect yeah so and uh you know recently i saw something about you know uh, on one of the reddits about some of the queens that after the show how they pulled their act together and their transformations some of them look so much better now and maybe it's because they've learned some new techniques for makeup or whatever but they just look more put together and that comes with experience too so so good for them tatiana looks amazing i always liked her but she's kind of a bitch too but i always liked her but katya's my girl i hope she does it Well, let's talk some more about fashion and just move our happy asses right into Project Runway, which is like, you know, super gay. Uh, Yeah, it is. Well, (laughs) some of the contestants definitely are. (laughs) Yeah. And we have, we have, we have been out for one month. So there are four episodes and we're going to fly through these episodes. Yeah. Because I don't really remember episode three. I remember bits and pieces. Uh, It was right before we left on the cruise. So it was a stretch for me to remember that. I do remember it being the doubles teams. Yep. Ashley and her partner, I remember, did a great job and won the that episode. 
And then her partner, Candace, turned into a real bitch afterwards. Um, Pistachio and Edmund, which was a great pairing in my opinion. Uh, they really showed their asses in not being able to work together. I do remember that. And, yeah, Pistachio was rightfully sent home. I wish they would have sent Edmund home, too. But. Well, Pistachio had to go. I couldn't stand her anyways. Um, but And then when she told Edmund to shut up, I was like, are you kidding me? I know. But all she knew how to do was big potato sack dresses anyway. I know, I know. But that she's a crazy bitch. She was very crazy. Um, but this this whole episode, they just complained, which seems to be a theme now on this show. Is they complain and they whine, and there's a couple of whiners on there. Oh, a lot of them, especially if they get paired with somebody. I mean, and team challenges. I mean, but always oh. they've complained about team challenges. So. Yeah, but these some episode we're gonna talk about in a minute is hot is mean. Anyways, I think that there was an Indian, uh, an India-style dress. Was it Swapnil? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because this one they did it was International Flair. That's right, yeah. He should have won that one, but I liked Ashley's dress, and I've said it before, I love Ashley, and I love her hair. I do, too. And I'm glad Pistachio went, because her bathing suit was awful. Okay, that was horrible. (laughs) So in episode four... This one's called Fashion Flip. I finally started writing down the name of the episode. Fashion Flip. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't remember what the exact premise. I remember who won, but because I didn't like it. Well, they went to mood. I know that. Yeah, they went to mood. <laughs> um, um, they had to do some kind of little black dress or something, didn't they? They had to take some something from another era, I think, and make it, or take some all the different pieces of today and make it like from another era, uh, something like that. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, they finally went to mood, which is good because I like well, when they go to mood. Were you surprised that? Do you remember when Blake didn't know how to tell time? Oh God, yes. And like they said, if he's, <laughs> they, they don't know if he's kidding or not. But you know what? Whether he is or he isn't, he's kind of dense. Yeah, like, I don't think he was really kidding. Dense. I really don't. Um, and then that one girl, Kelly. I swear she looks like 19, She looks like Boy George. She does. Oh my God. And I have to talk about Zach Posen. Uh huh. Um, his hair finally has grown out a little bit, so his <laughs> eyebrows don't look so damn bushy. I mean, I really don't mind Zach Posen. I know some. People, I mean, I prefer Michael Kors, but I really don't mind Zach. So. And Lindsay, she's one of the ones that's whiny. Oh, she's the crazy one from Austin. Yes, she's the kind of she's kind of blondish hair, and she's got the glasses yes. with the strings. The little hang, hippie, bohemian, gypsy-looking thing. So, yeah. so anyway, it's her shit looked like a dusty old library, and somebody said it made me laugh. It did. So. Um, of course, Swap Nails was good, and uh, Candace had a shiny black uh, leather. Right, the patent leather-looking thing. So. And it gave that person tits galore. <laughs> I mean, serious. And I like, I do like Candace. Um, I was surprised that Blake was on top, though, because... Yeah, I was shocked about that one. Was aw- I thought it was awful, and it had like a parachute coming exactly. out the ass. And it was attached to, it looked like it was attached to her ponytail, for real. It did. That was so stupid looking, and I hated it. Uh, and then he won with it. I know. Which, I don't understand. Candace's dress was so nice, and I think she should have won. The guy that did get sent home. Ga- no, it was Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Oh, the one that cried. That's right, that's right, that's right. I was thinking of the, the one... The, the, the rap dress, the Grecian goddess. Oh, that was episode two. Never mind. So, <laughs> See, wow. it's hard to get, remember all this mess. I keep telling so myself many. I'm going to start putting my notes in that night, and I haven't done that. So. I do it while I'm watching I, it. Well, I know, but I try to... I, I don't usually type my notes up till the night before. I've been trying to do it 
beforehander as I go. And it's not been working out yet. So. See what I do. This is a good hint for all you out there. I get my iPad and I put it on my lap and I open up notes and I call it what we're going to be talking about on Gaberhood Dish and I type it all in. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm not that advanced. <laughs> but and Gabrielle, yeah, she had a white dress. It was awful. Yeah. Anyways. And then she cried because she thought she would get to show herself. Well, that's your fault. So. And then we get to episode five. We're racing the right through here. Paintball episode. I can talk this about this was one. The so. Paintball. When I oh. liked this episode, I, you know, and that was so shitty the way they did Ashley. So, I, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Them being bitches. They turned into mean girls. They're horrible. Uh, except for Lori. Lori was the only one that wasn't a mean girl. But you know what's crazy is even when they were picking, Heidi's like, "Are y'all crazy?" I know. And she's I, the best one around. I loved Kelly Osbourne saying. This just seems like a bitch fest, and you girls are being mean. So. Yeah, and you know what I liked most, though? Kelly Osborne's hair matches Ashley's hair, <laughs> and I think I said it way back in the beginning, and I was so happy that they were on the same thing. Yeah. So I love her hair. I will say, I mean, I, the girls were stupid um, when they took their white sheet and then plastered it with the paintballs. What were y'all thinking? And they were, I don't know what, they were like lemmings. They would all say, oh, yeah, we like it, we like it. And then a few minutes later, oh, no, we don't like it, we don't like it. And then later on, they're like, oh, we like it, we like it. It's like, are y'all crazy? Well, and then they tried to blame it all on Ashley. It's like, Ashley didn't do that. And Amanda, oh, my God. I know, and I liked her, unfortunately. But she blames everybody but except for herself. Yeah. And at one point, she even said, if I have to go home because that's, she said that she, if she has to go home because something that she hates, then she's going to be so mad at her team. I'm like, what? I know. What do you mean you're going to be mad at your team? Everything that walked down that runway for that team was horrible, except Ashley's. Ashley's is the only one I thought that looked good. The skirt wasn't great, but the top I loved. Yeah. And and the thing about Amanda, she was on the bottom, I think, every time. She was, except for once. Yeah. Uh, but she seemed lost. I mean, it seemed like she never could find herself in any challenge. And, I, you know, uh, that that's that's your downfall. That's where you're doomed when that happens. Yeah, she needs to go. You know, and I, I really like Amanda. and or Sorry, I, I liked Amanda. Uh, but she was kind of a bitch in the, 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 the stage there, the judging. Where she, where she goes, I'm sorry, it's not personal. But, uh, you know, Ashley, oh, it's like, why Ashley? What did she do? Because hers is not the weakest thing. Did you look at that stack you put out there? Hers was just gross. It was just gross. It looked like something pistachio would do. Then Kelly's and Candace's were horrible. I mean, Ke- Kelly's had that weird strap that, I don't know, that was stupid looking. I, I didn't get it at all. And when they were on the judging stage, they were right before Kelly, you know, says what she says but they were just bitches they were they were being... and they were nuts i mean they were nuts like they all drank some weird kool-aid before it started well and what's sad is it seemed like they had this kind of planned because Lori overheard it and went and told kel or uh, ashley about it if their shit had been good okay maybe it would but be it different clearly was not it was not oh it was crazy the guys uh, team was so much better even merlin's yes. i mean it was so much better and well thought out the guys was really nice. I like the blue, and I love those painted on flowers. The flowers, yeah. I'll give Blake some credit for that one. <laughs> so. uh, those flowers, man, they were good. That's that was the good. That well, was and good. Jake, I mean, it, uh, the textile was all him, and he did a great job. Yeah, which uh, interesting. The Jake and Blake. We'll get back to that next. Uh, on the next <laughs> exactly. <one>. Um, 
anyways, I'm happy that Edmund did win. Well, I didn't really want him to win that one. So. Well, he was I okay. I liked some of the others better, but whatever. Yeah. At any rate, though, Amanda was gone, and that made it all worthwhile, because I couldn't stand that woman. Ugh. I would have been okay had it been Kelly, too. So She's just bizarre. So. Yeah. So, so then, then we get the lingerie challenge. Yes, lace to the finish. Which, I mean, I guess, I mean, I never thought about making underwear and bras and panties, I mean, but I guess difficult. it's hard. I mean, because the seaming and everything, I mean, it's got to be, especially on the on the bra, I mean, otherwise you're going to wind up with a pointy top. I mean, I don't know. Just... But even even Heidi and Tim were both like, y'all, shouldn't y'all be a little further along by now? Because they were just kind of all it's in there. not just, that much to it, right? So. Yeah, they were just like, oh, you know, staple and... Yeah, well, it, uh, it seems like they had a bra that they just kind of decorated anyway. Sort of. Some of them did. Some of them didn't. Ugh, but some of them did. <laughs> I don't know. The that one that what's her name put out was pretty sad. So. And did you hear? I think it was Jake who said that he's seen. He hadn't seen a lot of them, or, but he wears <laughs> them. And I was like, and then you hear the producer go. Ooh. Uh, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that he, was he's taken them off a few people and put them on. <laughs> I didn't know he said take them off. I just thought uh-huh. I don't know, but anyway. And I thought the sleepover was pretty interesting. That was an interesting little twist. So. But then Blake. Now I don't know if he's being funny or not, but he said that it was heavy because it was not low fat air. It was it heavy. was regular. It, it was regular I, air. I looked at Mike on that and I said. What the hell is he talking about? What is this dude taking? So maybe he's funny. I, I mean, being funny, so. but I don't know. And he didn't know where a vagina was at exactly. Like he thought it was maybe on the front, <laughs> like uh, right up where your belly button is, or something. I and I'm that. like, even I, love- I know they're a little closer to the roundy, curvy part where it goes underneath. <laughs> I love Jake's comment that, you know, how he, how he goes, Blake doesn't know where a woman's parts are. He goes to Blake at somewhere below the breast and above the knees. <laughs> yeah, that was hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. They were a mess this week. It when really was. Blake is, I don't know, he's special. The top six, you know, was Swap No. Which I really liked his top with the the all the straps. I thought it was a little strap heavy, but I think it would have been better, say, as a bikini top more than a lingerie top. Yeah, um, I liked I liked Ashley's lavender and blue though. I thought it was very pretty and well done. Yes, I mean um, I I don't know if it's weird or not, but I really like getting into all this underwear. I mean, us <laughs> panties and bras. I'm like, this is so exciting. It was a different kind of a challenge. They haven't really done this. So, uh, Candace's was interesting i don't know about it it was she's the uh dark hair no i know i'm trying to think which one that was because uh, she didn't make but who it's the one that was like dominatrix that's right yeah 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 yeah. wow so so Lori's i thought was pretty colors but that panty was really really odd Mm. so that was the really high one with the uh, i don't know that was odd ashley's we liked. We talked about that one. Yeah, and Blake. I'm not sure what was up with his top there. So. Look, I don't know, but it was fucked up. His, <laughs> it made the girls' boobs like they were each off to the side, and they looked like droopy, deflated water balloons. <laughs> they did. I felt so sorry for her. I mean, it's like, are you sure you've? I mean, I don't know. 
And then he's there like, when they were talking to him about it, he's like, well, you know, I just, uh, and he gave some BS story about how he just does stuff on the outside or whatever. And, and it's like, never, you're, yeah. And he's never looked at, you know, never been around them. It's like, you're a designer and you've never been around them. Okay. But the thing is they made bathing suits. Exactly. Didn't they? It's the same thing. It's much. very similar. I think they were overthinking it. Some of them I think were. So. And Marlene's, I thought it was okay. I wouldn't have put it in the top, but right. Um, and then Jake, wow, that that bottom was so the top was nice. I liked it. So. Let's but. see, but I have to say, um, the people filming that, I don't appreciate them getting so close up because the, the yeah, yeah, you can almost see nipple in some of those. So uh, nipples are fine uh, when you can see like behind it and you can see stuff when they zoomed in on i guess it was Lori, where it was kind of a see-through bottom and it was really high cut and skinny and i said wait a minute i hope they have some kind of flesh tone something covering there Uh -uh. because otherwise that's pretty revealing well i know one thing you could see all the little bumps from where they got waxed. And that's know. too close. <laughs> High definition is not good in some cases. <laughs> no, and some of these models really look better from a distance. Uh, up do. close, it's scary. Yeah. I'm, yeah, models I don't get because some of them, yeah, they look really good from a distance. Up close, it's not so pretty. And then you got Heidi, who's just really pretty. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, we, we hold everybody up to Heidi standards. And she is just, <laughs> she's a knockout, so she really is. I did love. I don't know if you caught this. Anybody out there who's a uh, Game of Thrones fans, but uh, the Khaleesi comment. Yes. yes, when Nina says that, you know, she don't know if on her wedding night she'd like to come out looking like the Khaleesi and the two dragons. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god! And then Zach did his dragon pose with the hiss. It's like, uh, oh man, that was Zach is <laughs> Zach is weird. And I don't know. Is he straight or gay? Oh no, he's gay. So okay. Because when he said, oh, me likey, I was like, you are a weirdo. That is creepy. <laughs> um, I can't believe Marlene won, honestly. I know. I wouldn't have picked that one. It's the one I, I Yeah. But they were looking at it more of a an under part of a see-through. I think that's why. Uh, maybe. So. Yeah. And Blake went home. Yeah. Goodbye, Blake. So we don't have to see him not know where anatomical pieces are or Mm -hmm. how to tell time or anything else no thank you but i think he did need to go he was just it was time yeah crazy and the the two in the bottom was blake and jake i know which the one previous to that their textiles and the painting was so wonderful exactly no one that goes to show you one time you're up one time you're down that's what heidi used to say yep and next week's looks really cool. I don't remember what the previews were. So that was about the time I got called out. It is about, they take like old technology, like wires and computer parts and electronics, and they're going to use those. So it's kind of a steampunk kind of thing. I, I don't know. It looks fucking cool. That would be kind of interesting. So. Yeah, it looks really cool. So. All right. That's it. We're caught up. Whew. We caught up on Project Runway. Now, Whispers, on the other hand, which we can still kind of go through a little quick, has become to an end for the summer. And boy, what an ending it was. I was, uh, I, I don't know. I was, uh, it was, I was happy and then irritated at the same time. I was irritated because of the cliffhanger. I'm looking forward to season two. So. Yep. I just hope they don't go off on some weird ass tangent no. like they do on um, Falling Skies. I don't know if you'll watch Falling Skies where there it's just it's not about what it's about 
you know, when you like a show, you like it for what it is. And then when they change it, I don't like it. No well, that's like uh, Under the Dome for me. The first season I loved. Second season, not so much. Third season, I couldn't do it. Yeah, when we stopped talking about it. I mean, I'm still watching it because I've invested so much time, but... Well, at least somebody pulled the plug and there will be no more. <laughs> so Really good, because it's starting to get boring. So, um, Falling Skies, again... It was a struggle for me to watch the first season just because I do not like Noah Wiley very much. Yeah. Uh, but I got through it, and it was okay. I didn't watch anything after that. So. I've watched them all. Manny, uh, part of the reason is because Manny likes some of these things so much. Well, The Last Ship was great. The cliffhanger was great. I'm looking forward to next season. Yep, we watched that. Um, But Whispers, I liked it. I didn't know that I was going to... I didn't even think I would watch the show when it first started. Until that first day, and I said, oh, let's watch it. Let's see if it's any good. It had me hooked right away, pretty much. It kind of almost lost me there in the middle, though. It, well, yeah, it time kind of had a little weird bump in the road, I guess. Yeah. Um, a little too much, you know, what's drill, what's he doing, where did he come from, stuff like that. How do we track him? You know, since our last talk, the kids, you know, they were finally, you know, separated out and all suffering from some kind of illness when drill left them. Right. So they put them in a quarantine that looks suspiciously like a uh, concentration camp. Exactly. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But it was weird during that show that somebody killed the doctor that had been helping them all along. Well, and then we find out that Drill has actually possessed one of the kids. Exactly. Yeah, all the kids point at me. Well, yeah, but wasn't it creepy, though, that when they were questioning the kids... That was creepy. It was. I mean, when she was talking to them, I was just like, and most of the, I think, I feel like most of the episode was them questioning the kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and me, you know, she goes, well, I'm not going to tell you what you want to know. I was like, well, okay. Then I don't like Nick Minx. And she's a fucking little monster. She was a little evil thing. So, so was that little curly haired bastard, though. So. Yeah, the red. He's got a weird face. He looks like an old guy. <laughs> but when that kid was charging up with her finger in the plug, that was fucking weird, too. That was a little strange. So, so but, you know, everybody's denying that they're drill or drills in them, so they all think it's Minx. Well, yeah, well, and they all point her out and say it's her. Yeah, so they lock her up separately. She's not giving them anything. But then somebody gives them some clue that drill's waiting for Orion. Now, did you notice that at one point when they're talking, there's a poster behind one of the guys... About Orion. Yeah, yeah. about a golf tournament. Yeah, I saw And that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, I'm trying to figure out what it's going to be. I was shocked as who... I mean, we well, find no, out who it is, exactly. but I was thinking it was a place like that. Well, I think they all were too, or some kind of gathering, because I mean, all that information they had was on stuff with the name Orion. I was like, oh, there's a bunch of events with Orion in it. But then we find out that that's the code word for the president's daughter. Mm-hmm. So they finally get the, somebody to listen to them, and they grab her. Boy, that interrogation scene where they talk to her was spooky as shit. That's not until the next episode. Yeah. But you forget, she she does this crazy shit at this press conference. Oh, yeah, where she runs in and just starts screaming. Yeah, and it like... Sends out the call Some for the signal, other ones right. to come. So yeah, I forgot about that. So. And I don't understand though that nobody and all these government people are trying to think about who who what's Orion, what's Orion, what's Orion. Why didn't they think of that? 
I don't know, because doesn't all those Secret Service people and military uppity ups don't they know what they're called? I would think. I mean, they should know if Orion's on the move that it's the president's daughter. <laughs> and as much time as they spent in that like war room place where the president was with that other guy who uh-huh. knew what was going on, he knew about it. Yep. And his kid is, and the president knows who Orion is, and the president is sitting there knowing they're looking for Orion, and he knows his fucking daughter is in the damn concentration camp, and he don't have a clue. on him, I guess, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it was good to find out, too, that that one guy was actually a reporter following up on on the story, and not some weird freak. Um, yeah, because I didn't know who he was. He was creeping me out. Yeah, I didn't know how that was going to factor in, but then we found out he was that reporter, so... And I'm with... Um, the one character, Milo um, Ventimiglia, I guess, the one from Heroes, yep. that says, yeah, let's go ahead and give him the story, because if we don't, I mean, it's going to come to light anyway. It's better if it comes from us than someone else. So. Yeah. So. so then, now we talk about that when they had uh, that bitchy little girl in the... Oh, well, first I want to say Minx. She's a fucking monster, even though she wasn't possessed. Yeah. She is an awful, awful, rotten, evil child. And, she, you know, and she's <laughs> not the one that killed the doctor, but... She sure yeah. she made just as well. Kind I know. I mean she kind of looked like the girl. So or she's just evil. She's she's always been evil. I don't like she anyways. is. She's always been one of the higher ups in the in the command group. I guess if you want to call it that. So she's higher on the totem pole. I guess it seems. Yeah, that that interrogation though that was just really really spooky. So. But I swear when they went in there the first time, I thought. Whenever, um, you know, she says, hello, Claire. I thought, <laughs> I thought she was going to say, hello, Clarice. <laughs> you got to admit, it was a nice little throwback salute to it. It had to have been. So. I was like, whoa, okay. But yeah, was, that, that scene, that whole thing creeped me out. And that, you know, you know, you can't kill me. I'm dead anyway, or she's dead anyway, or whatever. And then, you know, got to make the ultimate sacrifice. And then she does. She goes poof and disintegrates yep. to poof. Pile of ash. That was weird as shit. And then we find out that all these weird adults are past drill contacts. Exactly. Yeah. And then that got really weird because it kind of turned into some kind of little zombie uh, soldiers for him, I guess. Yeah. Because then they started taking the adults and got the kids to go do something else. And yeah, that was. That was weird. So. And then, lo and behold, they're here for the children. Yeah. Which makes no sense. No, I know. Why didn't they just come and abduct them like any other aliens would do? Right. All this gobbledygook to get the kids? Honestly. Season two is going to be interesting. We shall so, see. So we, we got that see. and Wayward Pines to look forward to next summer. Oh, and of course, the girl uh, girly got abducted. What's her name? Rob? Rob? Oh, yeah, Lily Rob. That's true. Yep. So, she gets yeah. abducted. And yep. I'm like, well, I don't, don't want to. Yeah, it made me think of Falling Skies, where Noah Wiley gets abducted and returned at the beginning of this last season. Oh, I didn't know that happened. So uh, I missed that completely. Like I said, I quit watching it. Yeah, they went to the moon and came back. You know, I like <laughs> Noah Wiley the first couple of seasons of ER, and then I don't know, he just got boring. So. He got whiny and brooding, and I, I don't know. I, be, I became not a fan, and. He, he bugs me for some reason. I don't know why. I liked him in The Librarian. Don't get me wrong. So, the Librarian movies were pretty good. But other than that, meh. Eh. Okay, so I guess all we have, we don't have any J-Lo questions no today. No questions this week. So, 
So just a few tidbits to, to finish up on. You got a few to finish up on. So yeah, I've only got the one. Um, right, we're gonna be doing next our next episode. We're going to talk about our movies that we're gonna be watching during Halloween month of October. So um, anybody out there though who's looking for some, there's a uh, twenty top twenty list of spooky movies on Netflix on iHorror.com. So go out there and check them out. Some of them look interesting. Some of them do, yeah. Some we've seen, some we haven't. So we shall. We'll see which ones we get we get on our list. And on the TV front, we got American Horror Story Hotel starting pretty soon. Well, no, it doesn't start till October, I think. I can't uh, wait with Lady Gaga. Which I don't know if you read the part that you know it's she drinks blood, but she's not a vampire. But she does it to satisfy some kind of disease that she has. Um, yeah. So it's kind of a weird vampire, but not a vampire twist. Uh, I'm getting really excited about Scream Queens. I think it looks really good. It starts in uh, a little over a week for us. One of the two-hour premiere. So. We'll see. I don't know if we're going to watch it or not. But oh, we might. you should. You better. Um, it's got Ariana Grande in it. Um, some other people. Uh, now, Jamie Lee Curtis at one yeah, point. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Is, she's like the house mom. So. Uh, now, Scream, the TV series, was really good. I still haven't finished watching the finale. I really have enjoyed that, so that was a nice fresh take. Uh, have you seen the previews for a movie called Good Night, Mommy? No. You need to watch that. It's creepy as fuck. And it's a movie coming out? It is. So and Now, the previews still may be in German, uh, but you'll get the gist. Oh, and your next it, one that you're going to talk about, I'm looking forward to. The Visit. I kind of like the looks of it. But it's, it I, looks I'm just creepy. A, it does. I'm just afraid it's going to be another crappy M. Night Shyamalan movie. And at the end, they're really just a storybook or, some I, or shit. something. I don't know. All, <laughs> all his movies have that weird twist at the end. And so far, I've liked one of his how many ever movies he's made. And then we liked Wayward Pines. But What's the other movie he made that you liked? Oh, Sixth Sense was okay. I mean, I liked it the first oh. five or six times I saw it. But since then, I've hated every other movie he's done. I didn't mind the one about the aliens. Signs? Yeah. It wasn't too bad. It didn't have it didn't have a weird. No, it didn't have a weird twist, but it uh, it was okay. But I didn't like the one about the airplane crash. I didn't like. Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of them. somebody said the village was supposed to be really good. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I. Uh, it's. It, you, you freak out at the beginning. You, th- I mean, it's scary. And then it's a twist, and you're like, oh, no, come on. Exactly. So, I mean, and I, 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 I'll give him some credit that he does put a little unexpected twist in sometimes, but all in all, his movies kind of suck, <laughs> in my opinion. So, but I don't like, you know, who, uh, Tarantino. I don't like Tarantino movies either. So. Yeah, some of his movies are. Or Steven Soderbergh. I don't like most of his either. So, I guess that kind of wraps it up. Yeah, I think so. So send us emails, send us questions. Uh, look forward to our next spooktacular show coming up here pretty soon. Yep, we're going to be talking about it in about two weeks. Thanks for listening to our show, The Gaberhood Dish. You can always find us on the internet at our site, www.gaberhooddish.com, and you can email us from the website using the Reach Out and Touch menu selection. You can also find us on Facebook, and you can email me at Larry B, that's B-E-E, at gaberhooddish.com and follow me on Twitter at the real Larry B. 
Again, B-E-E as in buzz. You can email me at JLo, that's J-A-Y-L-O, at GabrielHoodDish.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at the real Mr. JLo. New podcasts come out over the weekend, and you can find our podcasts on the website, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Bye! Bye.